morning, everyone. I greet you in Jesus' joy from God's house of salvation. And we're located in Washington, D.C., but our ministry is going to uh, places throughout the United States and throughout the world. And I, again, I greet you with Jesus' joy. Today, um, with that said, today I just want to continue a series that I've been looking at, which is um, from the Fruit of the Spirit series on patience as we continue today in our message. And before I start the message, I just want to... Uh, to apologize, I want to give honor to the head of my household and the head of this church, who is Reverend David Gatland, who is the um, other co-pastor in this in this great institution that God has. And with that said, I want to continue on. So the service, the sermon for today, is um, coming, picking up from the series on our Fruit of the Spirit series on patience. And today it is day number 18. And with that, it is patience, the fourth fruit of the Spirit. And as we look at this great word, uh, I would like for you to think about this particular um, thought on our journey having patience on our journey. I want to begin with Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. Let me say it one more time. It is Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. Do not absolutely do not be anxious about absolutely anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known to God the reason why we do um I just want to start off by saying slow down. Take your time, especially when you are on a new journey. The reason why we do this is because we don't always know all that is before us. It is not the best thing for anyone to hurry through blind spots on the journey. You've never traveled this way before. So you don't know where things are. You don't know where the stop signs are. You don't know where the potholes are. You don't know where the um, the yield signs for children and deer are. You just don't know the journey. This may cause an accident, but what is worse is that it may become tragic. Proverbs 19 verse 2 tells us that this desire without knowledge is not good 
and whoever makes haste with his feet misses his way. It's your time, so relax and be assertive and go forward. Everything enjoying the fruits along the way. In Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1, it reminds us to, uh, for everything, there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. As we look at yielding, let us have patience as it is an asset to be one of patience. It is a virtue indeed. Some translations call it forbearance. Some call it long-suffering. Some say a willingness to stick to things. It all means patience. Unknowns in our yields, in our journeys. The mature thing is to, when we're facing a health crisis, whether it's medical or surgical, again, the scenario is pretty much like this. We're waiting on a doctor appointment. We're waiting on tests. And surgery may be imminent. There is so many unknowns, and we tend to overthink things and allow the enemy to discourage us while we wait for answers. Therefore, we have asked many of our friends in the prayer circle to pray over us and for us, and this and throughout the waiting and treatment period ahead. Of course, we do ask God to completely heal us. We rest in the fact that He is sovereign, whatever His will is. We are confident He is in control. It is the waiting on the medical report that is the hardest for many and the not knowings that is also hard for us. And that is when Satan works has been entered into the scene. It is sometimes our speculating and worrying about what is to come that sometimes overwhelms us. Note, we need God, not Satan and the prayer sayers. It is imperative to stay patient in the midst of the unsettling times. We hope to keep our total being focused on moving forward. What if we were driving someone to the ER and out of fear we stopped the car? What a hot mess that would be as we're trying to continue onward to reach the ER, even with the nerves shot and the emotions being high, we have to be cool, calm, and collective so we don't trigger any other medical conditions and problems. Yes, life will have us yielding all of the time. In times such as this, while we're struggling with sadness, God has promised an escape route. Remember 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, which says, No temptation has overtaken you but such as 
is common to man. And God is faithful. Who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will provide the way of escape also. So that you will be able to endure it. So that you will be able to endure it. This is not the time to jump on the dinghy and run away to shore. And leaving everybody else out in danger. We must keep Romans 8.25 close to us in times such as these. But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for, what, for it with patience. So I'm telling you to do not give up. Don't turn the car around. Don't even stop the car. Not get out and, and go get something to eat and drink or smoke or some other recreational activity. Thinking it would help you. Instead, remember Galatians 6.9. And let us not grow weary of doing good. For in due season we will reap. If we do not give up. So I want you want to encourage you to be still before the Lord. And, and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way. Over the man who carries out evil devices. And refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourselves. It tends only to evil, for evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. In yielding, it does slow us down, and anxiety for many, depending on how much we're yielding. Even with this, as we study our scripture, remember Apostle Paul knew it was not easy to follow Christ, but through faith in which we are called, he admonished us to continue to be patient and hope for what God has promised. Going through temptation is a sign that God is working out something for all of us. We only need to be patient and trust that God will not let us hope will not let our hope down know that uh, and know that and the god of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in christ after you have suffered a little while will himself restore you and make you strong firm and steadfast and i don't know about you I know after all of my battles, I want to come out restored and be strong, firm, and steadfast instead of broke, broke, was it broke, busted, and broken down. One quality you should have as a Christian is love. L-O-V-E. We spent 30 days back in January unraveling love we must realize that through love even in hard times we make the devil feel so ashamed 
Imagine losing your job and the next minute you are helping the poor, the wilder, the widows, and helping the sick and the homeless. This attitude alone makes God happy and shows you shows that you understand God has a better plan for you. On the road to yielding, let's remember that God cannot lie and will never put us to shame. He promised he would be there for us. Therefore, be steadfast and be patient in the Lord. He will never let you let our sacrifices go unnoticed. No two people's journey is alike. Sometimes we will be they will be different. Whether it's the road conditions, it may be the weather, it may be the vehicle, the time of day or night, the people in the car, it will be different. But no regardless of any of it, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourselves over the ones who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourselves. It tends only to evil, for the evildoers will be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. We must wait for God's timing as we're yielding. I am here to tell everyone to slow down. Being anxious about our situations shows us that, that we have doubt in God's almighty hand of miracles. Yes, our friends, our brothers and sisters, our neighbors are having prosperous times. And you're asking God, why? Where's my blessing? We all have been there. Some more than others. But we've all been there. But I want to tell you to do not panic. God knows all we're dealing with. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Let us be patient as we're driving through our journey of our life. No kickstarters and no step programs here. It's all a part of our process and continue serving Christ. A turnaround for good waits good awaits you if you do not give up. Let me say that again. Keep moving forward. We will see or approach our end result. Our end can be anywhere. God chooses and that is okay too because it's his plan for us we have to be patient like the farmer remember the scripture on the farmer in the Bible be patient therefore brothers and sisters until the coming of the Lord see how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth being patient about it until it receives the early and the late rains. We also be patient. You also be patient. Establish your hearts from the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not grumble against one another, brothers, so that 
you might not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. As an example of suffering and patience, brothers, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Behold, we consider those blessed who remain steadfast. You have heard of the steadfastness of Job, and you have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and merciful. In a nutshell, God's blessings come at His will, especially to those that serve Him faithfully. While some may experience early blessings from God, it does not mean God has forsaken the rest of us. As we're yielding, we must be like Job, who was persecuted by the devil, but was patient. During your hard times or during our hard times, we must continue to pray. We must continue to be steadfast and never curse God with our lips. Because you know that if we say something, it's already in our spirit. Don't faint. As Isaiah 40 verse 31 tells us, By they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So do not get ugly here. Don't let the works of the flesh stir up. Waiting on the Lord may seem like a big task. Sometimes we are asking why we are still having similar challenges for years despite praying. Each time, the devil makes us feel like God left us, and Satan will make this known very, very loudly. Remember Job. For a long time, Job was persecuted despite losing everything. He remained steadfast, trusting in God. The Lord is not slow to fulfill His promises, as some count slowness, but in, is patient toward all of us, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. So be patient for God's blessings. In Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 8, it tells us of the following, Better is the end of a thing than the beginning and the patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit patience is surely an attribute we all need to succeed in christ through the beginning seems ho hopeless god reminds us that he will never let us down if we wait on him God will renew, well, will reward a humble and patient Christian in his time. Remember Job's latter blessing. And that's in Job, I think it's 42 verse 12. 
So the Lord blessed the latter end of Job more than his beginning, for he has 14,000 sheep and 6,000 camels and a thousand yoke of oxen and a thousand she-asses. Again, on our journey, it is imperative that we exercise patience. The word tells us to put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. And having been called by God's special grace into his fold, it is paramount that we emulate Jesus Christ and put on his qualities. Let's not forget that meat of the potatoes. Jesus Christ was humble, kind, compassionate, and patient. He understood our struggles and our pains. He would go through on earth, yet he obeyed the Father and died for our sins. As faithful Christians, we must understand that we may suffer like Christ, knowing that we have an eternal reward. For this is a gracious thing. When mindful of God, one endures sorrows while suffering unjustly. For what credit is it if, when we sin and are beaten for it, you endure? But if when you do good and suffer for it, you endure. This is a gracious thing in the sight of God. For to this you have been called because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you might follow in his steps. He committed no sin, neither was deceit found on his mouth when he was reviled he did not revile in return when he suffered he did not threaten but continued entrusting himself to him who judges to who judges justly for being patient and obedient to the father god has lifted him above all creatures Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. That is, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. We must know that patience is also a sign of the Holy Spirit. In Galatians 5.22 just remember, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. But patience, as we take our yields in life, neither Gentiles or Jews, God has called us through faith, that through believing He is our Lord and Savior, we are saved. While this seems easy, we all need to be steadfast to avoid things of the flesh for time's sake we won't discuss the 
that in details in our sacred time in your sacred time just go back and study the Galatians 5 and 6 instead it's imperative we walk in the spirit of patience long-suffering steadfastness are required to keep pleasing God as we continue know that the devil through his agents will continue to cause disruptions in God's work. Let me say it again. Know that the devil, through his agents, will continue to cause disruptions in God's work. While we should warn, warn them about their evil ways, we should also be patient with them. We're patient with ourselves, but not so much with others. Because really, they don't know what they're doing. We all need patience for, from ourselves and from others. Life is such a beautiful thing, but it's also filled with a lot of seasons. Good, bad, and lukewarm, and absolutely ugly. It might not be something you're dealing with, but okay, others may be. Two people start out at the same time, yet, but the journey is different with very various parameters. Yep, that's how life is. We must be a people that it becomes necessary that we may see the light through our behaviors and come closer to God. Therefore, be patient with God. And to all men, even in tribulations, as servants, we must preach the word, be ready in season and out of season. We must reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. Wait, wait, and wait on God's blessing on the journey. For you have need of endurance, so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. Don't get impatient and ugly. God understands absolutely everything we are going through. But he requires us to endure and suffer for his sake. In the end, because we trust in him, we will receive blessings at this designated time. Therefore, do not run the race of do not run the race of faith sluggishly, because we didn't get ours. Keep yielding in faith to receive what we hope for. Or what we've hoped for. Be contented and happy and believe that God wants the best for all of us. In Hebrews 6 12, it says, So that you may not be sluggish and imitators of those who, through faith and patience, inherit the promises. Note, there are always blind spots on the journey, on our life journeys. 
but I know one life journey that was not blind, and that was Jesus. Although God's creation was perfect, the devil tempted the first man, Adam, and sin was brought into the world. Everybody carries this original sin with them, which separates them from God. Just as Adam and Eve were separated from God when they were cast out of the Garden of Eden. In a nutshell, God and mankind needed to be reconciled. For the Son of Man himself did not come to be served, but to serve. Come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Words attributed to Jesus. Uh, you can look at, you can reference um, the Gospels. Um, Jesus saved us by sacrificing his life for us, by his death, which is indeed the one and the most true sacrifice offered for us. He purged, abolished, abolished, I can't say it right, abolished, and extinguished whatever guilt there was from uh, that we had about our lives and the principalities and the powers and the laws and everything about everything that's coming our way. Jesus off he offers sacrifice for our sin and where and where did he find that offering? The pure victim that he would offer. He offered himself in what he could find no when he could find no other so what we're saying is that Jesus died on the cross, but the story really doesn't end there. Because before we are able to do our victory, that hallelujah, Jesus took, just know that when the story doesn't end, Jesus took back the keys up to hell. We don't have to crawl in the mud anymore because he took back the keys of hell. We don't have to stop the journey, the life journey, and run away because he took back the keys of hell. We do have victory because he took back the keys of hell, and and he rose for us because he took back the keys of hell. Not only did he rise, but with all power in his hands, and he took back the keys of hell for us. Get out of your head because he took back the keys of hell. Get out of the driver's seat because he took back the keys of hell. Stop listening to the naysayers and the people close and far that are imposters. God has better for us to do. Because of Jesus, he rose and we've already won. So don't suck in, do not suck into people throwing doubt your way. There's... There will always be times in our journey of life that we feel less than. We realize maybe that we have all too easily backslidden, but Jesus took back the keys of hell. So we can rise above all the things that we're struggling through. And I just have one last thing to say about our good news because he rose. We can cling to by faith in Jesus Christ. Is that God took care of that mess when God in the person of Jesus provided the opportunity of forgiveness for us and the victory over 
over the power of our sins and frustration. Jesus defeated all of that. The, in closing, let us say thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. And remember, do your best to present yourselves to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling, handling the word of truth. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. That is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be conformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is good, what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So remember that as you go on your life journeys, remember to be patient because it is the Holy Spirit working for us and that Jesus has definitely um, conquered that for us and we can live a victorious life and journey.